Thank you for listening to our Love City Church podcast. Visit us online at www.lovecitychurch.ca. We pray that this message encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with Jesus. So come on, we're going to get into this series today, and I'm so excited about this coming series as we come off of Stop the Noise. We talked about four weeks on how to have, um, how to have our minds renewed and, and how to fight this this battle in our mind, and now we're going to come over to Spirit Lead Me, and it just goes so eloquently. It just cannot connect so well, and for the next four weeks, literally all we're going to do is we're going to look at 10 verses in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 to 26, and we're just going to study that passage of Scripture and just try to understand what does it really mean to be led by the Spirit. And uh, I have the great privilege of being on a a preaching team here at Love City Church. And so we got two other folks who are going to bring a great word, Pastor Jesse and Andrew are going to bring an amazing word here in this series, and it's going to be fantastic. And then I'm going to bring her home on the fourth week. But I want to encourage you today to lean in. You know, I told Steph today, honey, I don't have um, a a sexy message today. All I'm going to do is teach the scriptures. And so I just want you to know today, if you're here watching and you're looking to, uh, you know, get, uh, um, you know, a sexy word, this ain't a sexy word. This is just bread and butter. This is just the meat and potatoes as God's word. Because I want you to understand what it means to be led by the Spirit. This is such a a crazy thing. You might have grown up in a a world where maybe, um, you know, you think about the idea of uh, being led by the Spirit. And that's just what wacky Christians do. You know what I mean? That's the wacky weirdos who are led by the Spirit. Or, or maybe you're somebody who aspires to be led by the Spirit. Or, or maybe you're someone who um, thinks that it feels, sounds a little new agey, you know? Ooh, Spirit-led, you know? Sounds a little weird. You know, the universe is leading us. You know, it sounds a little odd and a little weird. And, and, um, and so um, my wife's texting me while I'm preaching. Honey, do you want me to respond to that text right now? No? Okay. Honey, you need to listen in the service, okay? No more texting. (laughs) No matter what your upbringing and no matter what your perspective is, whether you went to a hyper-conservative church that, you know, wasn't into spiritual matters maybe, or maybe you were a uh, hyper-spiritual church that, you know, needs to be a little more conservative, or whether you didn't grow up in the church at all, whatever it might be for you, I want you to know the Bible teaches about being led by the Spirit. Come on, we are supposed to be led by the Spirit of God. And in our text here today, Paul is trying to bring this reality to the people of God, saying, listen, you need to be led by the Spirit. You need to be free in God. But there is a a powerful reality to this being led by the Spirit of God. And I want you to know today, it's not weird. It's not wacky. It's not odd. It's not hyper-spiritual. It's called normal Christian living. It's called what it means to be a normal Christian follower of Jesus Christ, what it looks like to be a normal Christian, that we are led by the Spirit. Every day, every moment, every step, we are led by the Spirit of God. And, you know, often, sometimes we think that being led by the Spirit is just about big decisions. You know, it's just about, you know, making big choices in life. And am I going to go here or do that? And that, yes, obviously has uh, a powerful reality in our lives. But really, today, I want you to know that this is just about what normal followers of Jesus look like when they get up in the morning and they go to work and they take care of their children at home or whatever that you might be doing with your normal life. This isn't some hyper-spiritual, abnormal thing we do. This is what it looks like to be a normal follower of Jesus. It looks like what it looks like to be a Christian, what it looks like to be a disciple. This is what it looks like to be somebody who's following after Jesus Christ. 
Christ. And so we're going to spend some time in this verse here today, and I'm just going to walk through it today, and uh, we'll read it together. But I'm going to walk through these uh, just five verses today, or I think maybe four verses, and we're just going to walk through it and just help you understand. Set up Pastor Jesse, set up Andrew in the next couple weeks so that they can bring a great word, and then uh, I'll finish that sucker off. So let's get into this today in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 to 17. You're welcome to open your Bibles at home, paper Bible, digital Bible, or you can watch right here. I believe it's right here on the screen. You can see that. It says this. Paul says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free, look at this, to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. And as we look at this verse, we see a few things here today that as we look, I, I hate to kind of sound like a broken record, but I just want you to notice again, I've said this all every time during our Stop the Noise series, notice the first word, come on, say it out with me, let, come on. You have to be, make a decision today that I'm going to let the Holy Spirit, He will not accost you, He will not force you, He will not just, you know, overcome you until you can't control yourself and you're just carried on by the wind of the Spirit. Like, you got to make a decision today that I want to be led by the Spirit. It's a conscious decision. It's a choice that I today am going to be yielded to God. I'm not going to live for myself. I'm going to live for the Spirit. And so you got to let the Holy Spirit guide your life. This phrase here, to uh, walk by the Spirit, is, is, means to enjoy real life. This is the actual Greek definition. To enjoy real life. To be actively blessed. To be full in vigor. In a row. As um, as the march of a soldier, to go on prosperously, to direct one's life. This word means to be, it's about your habitual conduct. This word walk speaks to the idea of daily, daily walking with God. It's your daily conduct. It's your daily actions. Clearly, the focus of the scripture is that you and I are living constantly in the, the spirit. Now, this is not for super Christians. This isn't what super Christians do. This isn't what that guy does on that TV. Like, oh man, he's really walking by the Spirit. No, this is for you. And this is for me. Regular old folks who put their pants on the same way every morning. Every single person in this room, every person watching online, this is for you. This is not for some super spiritual Christian. And this word walk is actually the Greek word indicates the idea that you are simply regulating your life. It's as though the word actually means to follow someone. And uh, the, uh, when Aristotle, uh, many people would see Aristotle's followers, they actually called them walkers. Uh, the, 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 the English version of the Greek word is walkers, like, like walking dead, I guess. They weren't zombies. They were real people, but they would walk behind uh, Aristotle. And they were people who would follow their teacher wherever the teacher went. They were constantly following their teacher, constantly going wherever the teacher went. They were following, following the Spirit's word, following the Spirit's leading, following the promptings of God. This, this is not a higher level of living. This is normal living for a follower of Jesus Christ. And so we see in this verse also this idea, it says to let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Another translation says, walk, look at this word right here, by the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. This is a very 
interesting word. I, I would have passed this by, but this is actually when in a hermeneutical, uh, a hermeneutical tool when you're studying the Bible. This phrase, by or in, is actually an odd idea called a locative sphere. And the idea here is that we often read this, this verse and, or this word and we, we don't understand what it means to be in the Spirit. For so many years, I struggled to understand what does it mean to, to be led by the Spirit, to be in the Spirit, to walk according to the Spirit in my life. How do I do those things? And often my mind would think through this idea, this locative sphere. So right now, this is you. And if you were to come to church today, we would be uh, all here worshiping God together. We'd be lifting our hands. And as I did today, I experienced the presence of the Lord. And, and as you come into this place, you feel the presence of God. You feel the Spirit of God. Andrew Ling says he calls them the gooseies, the goosebumps, or Katy Perry calls it that on American Idol too. So I don't know, maybe you picked that up from there, Andrew? <laughs> Anyways. You come in the presence of the Lord and you feel his presence and you feel God's mercy and you feel it and then you leave this physical location and then you no longer feel like you are in the presence. It's like you step out of the sphere where now I'm in God's church and I'm feeling God's presence and I'm feeling God's mercy and I'm overwhelmed by the presence of the Lord. But when I leave the building, I am no longer in the spirit. I am no longer in the presence. I am no longer in the atmosphere of God. And see, this is where so many followers of Jesus Christ live their lives. They think, man, if I can just get to the church on Sunday. Now, trust me, I want to have people in the building worshiping Jesus, 150 seats packed with people lifting the name of Jesus high. So don't hear me wrong here today. I want you to be in the room, but so many followers of Jesus go to church and feel the presence of God, and they step out of the church, and they say, oh, man, if I could just get back into that place again. If I can just get back into the Spirit again. If I could just feel Him again. If I could just be in the Spirit. If I could just be in His presence. And what we don't realize is that this is not what this verse is talking about. It's not saying being in the Spirit, meaning you're in a location or you're in a physical spot or you're in a place where the presence of God is. This is speaking to something so different. The idea is that you and I are being led not by a location, but by our position in God. That we are not determined by where we are or what's going on or what we're facing that determines whether or not I'm in the spirit or in the presence or walking by God by, by faith or walking in the spirit of God. This has everything to do with your position as a follower of Jesus Christ. That when Jesus Christ died on the cross and was buried on the third day and rose on the third day when the Holy Spirit came down, guess what? He filled you and now you are constantly walking in the atmosphere or the environment or the sphere of the presence of God that pardon the lines here that when the spirit of God moves you are moving with it that when the spirit of God is moving when you step out of the building you're still walking in the presence of God when you walk out of that place you're still in the spirit of God